0: This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Coachos Gator Dating Service. There's hot and horny gators in your area, and this app will help you find them. Hubba hubba.
1: And now it's time for the Sports Lords. <laughs> yeah, baby.
2: again um, we our marketing department our ad sales team never fails it's um we get the best we get the best ads i'm normally not a fan of advertisements
1: but we get the best ones it's amazing they're always so timely and Mm -hmm. relevant you know Mm -hmm. it's like we're just they're ripped from the headlines basically yeah um i don't know how they do it i i don't know either but I just got to say congratulations, Coach O. That sounds like a hell of a business venture that I think is going to be a smash success. Yeah, bad
2: news coming out today. Coach O parting ways with LSU, but this Gator dating service might be more profitable and better for Coach O than actually coaching college football. It seems like it, it
1: aligns with his specific interests more.
2: <laughs> Hot and horny gators, as the ad said.
1: Yeah, I would say big step up for Kocho. Um
0: LSU, because we've been hearing reports that he was, um, ever since winning the national championship, kind of wilding out down there in Baton Rouge. Mm. Um, apparently, I just read that, he was bringing girlfriends to practice and letting girlfriends, kids participate in drills with the team. So that
2: that's was dangerous. It's dangerous yeah. to have little gators running around with football players. You don't, yeah, sure.
1: you don't want that because little gators still have little teeth. It's dangerous for little gators and it's even more dangerous for the players. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's he's (laughs) letting them call plays during during the game too. Uh huh. Yeah, it's just and and apparently
0: he was challenging boosters to fights. This is the year of the coach, man. Yeah, because we got him uh, going going crazy down there, and he's the tamest. Yeah, he is like by yeah. far.
2: I mean, wild yeah.
0: animals are involved, but it's still the tamest. Yeah. And so there's him. There's Urban Meyer getting drunk and getting all over for a lady. We got John Gruden sending insane emails. Um, so I think what happened was these, these guys, they had a little too much fun during white boy summer and things got out of control.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, it sounds like maybe they misunderstood the true message of White Boy Summer. You know, if you. Well,
0: yeah, it's just not even like, a, like. I would say I would compare Chet. So Chet Hanks is sort of like Jesus Christ, right? And White Boy Summer is sort of like the Bible. Sure, sure. I you, you haven't lost
1: me yet. I'm following that. So
0: the followers sometimes interpret things and take things, you know, the wrong yeah. way. Right, right. So the good but news is,
2: the good news is, yeah. Chet Hanks is going to be crucified soon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. He's going to die soon. Very soon, I believe he's thirty-three, so he's not. He's uh, he's in his early thirties, so he's got a year, a couple years left. He's going to be crucified on uh, Romans, on the Hollywood line. A bunch of Romans are going to crucify him as well. <laughs> <laughs> Romans are gonna crucify Chet Hanks, and it's gonna be a sad day, but on the third day he will ascend to heaven.
2: So yeah. word word to any serfs out there who live in LA. If you see a bunch of angry Roman Italians marching around LA at some point, spares up to Chet Hanks on that day.
1: Yeah, yeah. And just steer clear of those guys. Don't yes. fuck with those guys.
2: <laughs> Stay away from them. They know what they're doing. <laughs> and once they make up their mind on something, they
1: oh that. brother,
2: turn back. Yeah. They don't stop.
1: Mm-mm.
0: No, and um, but anyway, <laughs> back to these coaches. They um, in this in this metaphor, um, Ed Orgeron is maybe like the Catholic Church, and um, Urban Meyer. I don't know. Uh, that's a bad metaphor, but what I'm saying is, Coach O. Uh, you, you done did it?
2: Yeah, you done. Yeah,
0: did it. yeah. He must have been fucking up because he is the walking embodiment of the state of Louisiana, and he well, got fired. The team wasn't
2: going how they wanted. He had some rough luck last season with COVID and a lot of players getting sick and then sitting out. And then this year, he's half the defense on that team is injured like he's had a real like Derek stingley jr who's like arguably the best cornerback in the country in the last however many years is out so is the other one but you know you you can't be bringing you can't be bringing loved ones to practice and
1: yeah that's the thing is you know you you got your the goodwill only extended so far after Mm. the undefeated dream perfect national championship season so (laughs) Yeah, you got
0: to um, you got to
1: respect
0: the uh, place of work. Sure.
2: At least sure. it seems like they are. I mean, basically, they told him like, look, you're going to get fired. So let's do this amicably. So he's going to he's going to coach out the rest of the season was my understanding.
0: And just yeah. won't be coming back next season. So that's a rare that that's a rare thing, too, to like, yeah, keep working after they know they're going to be fired.
2: Yeah. So it's like, at least it seems amicable enough that like they can, you know, they're going to continue to work. They'll have a good relationship maybe going forward in the future. Like you, I could see a coach o coming back and being celebrated on the field. I, I saw part of a press conference. I don't know if it was an old one or if it was today or whatever, where it was like,
0: yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm
2: gonna spend some time alone, and I'm gonna be able to get a double hamburger this time. I got enough money to get double meat, and I got a big laugh.
1: I'm gonna get like, a ham sandwich
0: with my new Gator girlfriend, and we're gonna have some
1: wild sex. <laughs> wild cage wild sex. And they're like, Coach O, we've been paying you millions of dollars. You can, you've always been able to afford double meat.
2: No, 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 double hamburger. I can finally get
1: it uh, after all these years.
0: Yeah. The, the prestigious double hamburger. <laughs> Something that we only dream of on the bio. Well, the thing about it is that it it
2: to, to us and to normal people, it's like you have enough money to get a double hamburger, but we're thinking of hamburgers the way we eat them. A Coach O double hamburger is much different <laughs> It's much bigger. It's
1: much heavier yeah.
2: and thicker.
1: You know, right? Yeah, it's it's like you know, you know, in Uncle Buck when uh-huh. John John Candy's <laughs> making those giant pancakes. Uh, yeah, that that's like that's the size of a double burger, yeah, a double meat burger for for Coach O. He goes what, big. What might
2: seem like one of those uh, competition burgers where you're like you have to eat like 40 pounds of beef and then you get a t-shirt yeah. and your name on the wall then you like, die yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's
1: that's coach O's regular meal yeah yeah well yeah because a lot of times he'll split it with his gator mm-hmm. girlfriend and yeah. she can just gobble down that meat <laughs> no no problem yeah. i wonder because he dates
0: gators and <laughs> I wonder if he eats gator because you know that's. Oh, up if yeah.
2: oh yeah. Oh, I I saw on TMZ he got caught eating gator in public. If you know what Ooh. I mean. <laughs> 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 he said
1: he, he, when they asked him, "What he's like?" I'm a giver. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I respect
2: that. That's I will cool. point out it's funny this uh, summer of coaches. Two of the three we've mentioned are fucking hardline Catholic boys.
1: Yeah, so, that's
2: true. Something going on there, too. I think. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Gruden is. I, I imagine Gruden is not, but some kind of Lutheran or something. Could be wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, I know his nickname. The altar boy. Um, he got that nickname because
2: uh <laughs> no, he
1: was raised Catholic. John Gruden was also so three for three on those. So, what you're telling me is there's a conspiracy against Roman Catholic coaches going on. That's mm-hmm. what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That the media yeah. is out to persecute them. Yeah.
0: And these are once all again, lies. Once again, the lamestream media has an anti papist. Uh, yeah. Take it out on these hardworking, devout Catholics. I think we can <laughs> all agree these three men are
1: devout. Three of the most holy men you could ever meet. <laughs> I mean, come on.
0: whom uh, <laughs> amongst us hasn't sinned in similar ways and still go to mass every Sunday. I know all three of us do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. 6, a.m. Mass, 6 a.m. mass every Sunday. doesn't yep. matter how I'm feeling.
2: Yeah. Confess three times a week. You know, just always there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it, you know, and look, I'll I'll say I, I don't think we already sort of mentioned this, but you know, I'm not gonna, I don't want to lump Cocho in with Urban Meyer yeah. and John Gruden. All right, Cocho, for whatever flaws he may have, he's not a dirt bag and a piece of shit like those guys are. Okay, right, you know, Jonah. he was just going big. He's, he, he's he's more just you know he's cutting loose. He's yeah.
0: having a little too much. That's all. Yeah,
2: he doesn't cheat he's, on his uh, gator. He doesn't cheat on his gators. You know, he doesn't like yeah, run gator, around.
0: One gator man. Yeah. <laughs> hmm And sometimes, you know, he, he might turn through gators, but right. he's you know he's being upfront with each gator, right? right. And yeah. they're
1: all of age, and they're all consensual. Yep. it's all above board. So, However, I don't think we can stress that enough. So, Coach o, you know, I hope for the best.
0: I, I'm bummed that he's leaving LSU, but hey, like you said, maybe he'll be back. Maybe he'll go.
2: Fingers um, crossed, he'll be a media member and we'll get to hear him <laughs> analyze football games every <laughs> that'd Saturday. Be that'd be incredible.
0: That'd be awesome. Yeah. Says, go Tiger. Um,
1: yeah. And he like take, challenges Lee Corso to a fight every week. Yeah, that'd be, he's I would like, love I'm it. I'm too
0: if- old.
2: If he joined game day, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: that would be
2: ideal. But Or did play by play in in the booth during a game? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like him and some bland, like play by play guy.
0: Well, I think right now that reminds me of growing up on the bayou, a little boy named what uh, <laughs> the name of Lucian. He, uh, he ran out there so fast, but my, his daddy was running after him with a switch.
2: All right, uh, and uh, second down.
1: <laughs> okay, coach. Uh... Second and
2: third. Second and three for the Kentucky Wildcats.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys take a look at any of those John Gruden emails?
1: Um. I saw. I glanced at them. I don't know if I saw the full report, but I, you know, I saw enough. Yeah, yeah, we we talked
0: a few about a few of them last week. Yeah, yeah, we we did talk about it last week, but I feel like it, is it in the past week or was it already? I feel like it's gotten worse and worse for that guy because didn't we say last week it's like the fact that he stepped down so quick? It was like he's trying to get uh get ahead of it, sort of before he like because he's facing legal trouble too, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think with the trading of the nude photo, cheerleader photos is definitely going to be some legal legal problems coming his way.
1: Yeah, well, and a lot of his controversy is related to the Washington football team, too, right? Most of it Uh, is, yeah, with discussing
2: stuff with uh, Bruce Allen, the former president.
1: Right, yeah, so it seems like there's a lot of bad stuff that has gone on in the Washington football team organization for years. Mm -hmm. And that it seemed, I don't know if this is like some kind of weird situation where like Gruden's like the public face, who's sort of like going down as the result of this investigation. It seems like the NFL is trying to like keep a lot of the other stuff they found out about Washington football team, trying to sweep that under the rug or something.
2: Well that's the that's the talk that's been coming out that's still confusing. Like one who leaked this because the NFL is are the only people who have access to this right who you, you know would be okay making it public because you don't think I don't think anyone on the Washington football team office would want any of this public. Right. Um so someone in the, in the NFL investigation or maybe a former employee of the Washington football team or something had to have leaked this, but yeah,
1: it,
2: that's a big question. And then also it does certainly seem like Gruden is the sacrificial yeah. lamb that they're sort of putting up there to cover up whatever other shit is, right.
0: is within there. You yeah. Know they, should is they should just, um, he should put out, in, instead of like facing legal problems, he should hire Frank Caliendo to just go mm. to court for it. a
1: great idea. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm, if, for, if you're listening, I'm trying to do my best Frank
1: Caliendo doing John Gruden where he just – I mean, he's probably made so much more money than Frank Caliendo between the NFL head coaching – Monday Night Football announcing, Corona ads, different Hooters. ads. He could, Hooters, he could just pay Frank Caliendo to go to prison for him or whatever, <laughs> just take take all the heat. <laughs> just take all the heat. live in prison for John Gruden.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that like five years
2: in full makeup. He survives by doing impressions to, of other people to the
0: prisoners, <laughs> and they all love him. He gets, he escapes prison that way. He's like, "Yeah, oh, it's me, the warden, and I'd like to say that hi, John Madden
2: here, and I'm visiting. <laughs> Boom, I'm John Madden, I'm alive still, okay, or whatever. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm John Madden, and I'm oh. gonna go to Outback Steakhouse.
2: I'm free <laughs> to go, or." Does John Gruden go the uh what's his name, Henry Hill direction from Goodfellas and just rat everyone out? Yeah. Does he yeah. does he turn? Just go full rat. I could see him. He seems like the type of guy that would do that.
1: Yeah, well, it I mean, you know, I will say this for him. It seems like he's it seems like the NFL as a whole has a lot of issues, Mm -hmm. but it seems like old Johnny, Johnny G is the one who's taking the fall right now and nobody else is really catching any heat. So, you know, I couldn't blame him too much if he decides to rat.
0: Yeah. But if he does careful, you don't want to have a pull Epstein. (laughs)
1: That's true. (laughs) That's another reason to get Caliendo involved. You got options. (laughs) What if Caliendo gets
0: Epstein in prison? Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. As and
0: he gets Epstein. He gets, he
1: kills himself That big quotes there. Yeah. Yeah. That would be tough on John's conscience, I feel like, if Caliendo got Epstein instead of him. But what are you going to do? You know what I think did him
2: in extra hard, too? It's like, it's what he said, but also the fact that the New York times fully wrote out the homophobic F word, like there they weren't like stars or at signs, like they mm-hmm. fully wrote and it just like, it hits different when you're actually reading it than like the edited mm-hmm. version. Um, yeah, it, it's like, holy, it's, I don't know. It, it's like when I was reading that, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, it's- oh my God, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's insane. It's it's just insane.
2: And there's like yeah. other stuff that's like not as, uh, you know, it doesn't draw the attention, but like he also rails so hard against like the state of football and how it's like soft now and anyone trying to change any of the rules. Like he's very just like entrenched in like this macho, Dick in the dirt, nineteen fifties, tough guy football kind of thing. Yeah, um which is also ruffled people, like football people in a, in weird ways. Yeah, yeah. It's not as hot as the misogyny or homophobia or racism. Right, but right. That's like a big problem he has. And on top of it all, with, now with Washington football team, well, just because we're here, I know we're going to get to the NLCS, and that'll be the majority of what we talk about, but. Another story tied with the Washington football team that's been making the rounds this week are that uh, Adam Schefter, who is ESPN's uh, breaking, football breaking news guy, he gets all the inside scoops. Apparently, it's come out that um, he was sending full stories to the Washington football team president or whatever, and saying, Mr. Editor, does this look okay? Basically, he was having the people he was writing about look at his stories before publishing them. And that's kind of uh, not journalism, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's strange. So Adam Schefter's credibility is also come into question as a result of this Washington football team is going to take down all of ESPN.
0: Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. And I'm for it. I'm all about it, it too. I'm I'm very over ESPN. It sucks.
2: I, uh, I was watching some of it today like we were, I was I got another job so Mondays are my Sundays now so I was watching I was like oh I'll, I'll tune in to get up I'll see some highlights from the NLCS and see what they're talking about and then I was reminded that the show get up and every morning show on ESPN is just NFL content That's, mm-hmm. even in non-NFL season even in the off season, all they talk about is the NFL Mm-hmm. which is bonkers because there's so much happening right now in every yeah. other sport.
1: Right. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Um, it's, it's just bad. And hopefully, and they, yeah, they sort of seeded everything else. Mm-hmm. Like
0: they just decided, all oh, right, we're, we're not really going to do baseball anymore. We'll let MLB network cover all that. Right. And then, yeah, there's cause they don't really cover baseball they don't, they, they
2: barely cover basketball. the NBA, but it's like only during the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even then, uh back in the spring, I was in Texas visiting my in-laws, and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna watch the Hawks beat the Knicks last night. I wanna see the highlights. Let me put on Sports Center. And it was an NBA playoff game, but the Hawks Knicks highlights were in like the 40th yeah. minute of an hour-long. Sports Center, which I mean, that was obviously like they don't give a shit about Atlanta teams, but but the Knicks, yeah, even the Knicks, they're playing the Knicks, and they're still like, yeah, we'll get to the NBA playoff highlights later on. It's always Aaron Rodgers and whatever the Cowboys are doing. Those
2: are like the only things that they want to talk about, and um, it's really obnoxious. It's annoying because not everyone only cares about the NFL, especially early NFL season.
0: I really, really don't care. In fact, I was working last night at um, the new job I do for fun uh, at a bar here in Jersey, and they fucking love their NFL, this Mm -hmm. this part of the country. And I'm like, I just am like, I can't, I can't, like, even if it was, they had the Patriots, um, who were the Patriots playing Cowboys? Yes. Yeah. They had that game on, and like nobody there was a fan. They were all like glued to it because they all do fantasy football, and they're all, and I'm just like, man, this is so, I don't know, soulless to me. NFL.
2: The other thing about ESPN, going back to that real quick, that I, it's it's so disappointing. I remember most of my life, it's like I'd wake up before school, I'd put on ESPN and just watch SportsCenter on loop to get in all the highlights of everything that happened the night before. And then you get the top 10 at the end and it's like fun. Now it's like hard to find sports center. I feel like it's not as accessible, even though there's more ESPN channels than there used to be. I feel like finding sports center is not as Cause even ESPN news, it's like, Oh, we're showing a uh, NFL live right now. Or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, show me sports center. I just want to yeah. see
1: highlights. I don't, I know. And then even Sports Center is like 60 percent just like mm-hmm. dumb, like arguing segments or like, you know, it's like it it, w- it did used to be just like very straightforward highlights yeah. show. And now that's not even they they don't even give you that anymore. The They're reason like, I Let's knew check it- out some tweets from,
2: uh, you know, NFL players. The reason I knew about hockey was because they would show hockey highlights, and those were fun to watch. And it was like that mm-hmm. was my hockey consumption, right? Uh, yeah, growing up as a kid, and I knew, you know, kick saving a beauty and uh, all the fucking slang shit that they would do. Mm-hmm. And even now, it's like the Sports Center at night is like Scott Van Pelt's like fucking awful show, and uh, it sucks.
1: Yeah, give me highlights. I,
0: mean, I, just, I just always loved seeing. SVP's uh beautiful egg-shaped
1: dome. Can't yeah, he, he looks like like a comic book villain a little yeah. bit. I feel like he cuz he's he's a very tall man. He's got a bald kind of small head on a big tall man body. He can be he, maybe maybe he'll become Joker-fied and he'll become <laughs> a, he'll become a villain of some kind. Well just and
0: just You'll know it's happening when he starts wearing a cape on the show. That's how yeah. it starts.
1: Yeah, people just start to wear capes, and then next thing you know, it's, you know, hijacking an airplane or something. Mm. <laughs> I've seen but it uh, a thousand times.
0: It's yeah, very common. But sure. To be more, on a more positive note, I mean, I got to put this in this weekend top. Top five all-time Atlanta sports fan weekends. Am I right? We got yeah. the Bulldogs number one. Jimmy was in Athens at the game. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Your Atlanta Braves shocked the world by taking a two-game lead against the Dodgers in the NLCS. Yeah, baby. Holy moly. Kevin Herter just signed a two-year or four-year contract with the Hawks. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm um so yeah georgia a tech of- was on a, bye week. Yeah, the <laughs> on
2: a bye week the falcons are on a bye week so they didn't lose atlanta united won uh what else happened in atlanta i think that's about it but yeah it was a lot of winning in atlanta
0: i mean yeah or I,
2: not and not losing
0: yeah i've been watching a lot of the coverage today after the the two crazy walk-off wins against the Dodgers for the Braves. I've heard multiple people say national writers and stuff, the Braves have the magic. They got the magic right
1: now. Everything's going their way. It's yeah? feeling that way. Um and maybe it's just, you know, the average is evening out after they caught so many shitty breaks in the first half of the season. Now some things are bouncing their way now here at the end of the season, you know.
2: Yeah, so for those of you listening who don't keep up with baseball, uh, we're going to get into it real deep now, but our Atlanta Braves are two wins away from going to the World Series. They have uh, jumped all over the heavy favorite Los Angeles Dodgers and um, have won both game one and two in Atlanta in the bottom of the ninth inning um, as a walk-off. So, it's been not just wins, but like very exciting and fun wins, and, a lot, mm-hmm. and have come back from deficits in those games. So, as you can imagine, the three of us are super psyched about it. The whole city of Atlanta is excited about it. Well, the whole, all of Braves' country is excited. And, yeah. uh, and the Braves are still missing Jorge Soler, uh, one of the big acquisitions we made this season due to COVID. And Freddie Freeman, the best player on the team, is in a major slump. On top of it all, and they're still finding ways to win.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And the Dodgers are like super team of super teams. Basically, it's like you know, it's like if the Brooklyn Nets joined forces with the Lakers or something. You know, it's like if the Lakers, the the Dodgers are like. They're like if the Lakers traded for KD and and James Harden. And you know, it was like yeah. and they took a really good team and, and added two of the best players in baseball at the trade deadline. So that yeah, makes they, it that much they, more they, special.
0: Yeah, exactly. They had Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Insane, because yeah, Trey Turner's maybe he's definitely top. Top five middle infielders in baseball. Mm-hmm. I would and say. one
2: of the fastest players in all of baseball, yeah. too.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's at 99 speed on MLB He's The Show. Super oh, fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Scherzer is just like a monster um, an insane
2: yeah. human being.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally nuts. Um, but ain't no match for Jock Peterson. Jock Tober, former Dodger. Dodger. Yeah. yeah. Former Dodger doing it to his, ol- his old team who let him go. Self proclaimed a bad motherfucker,
2: like he said yesterday, after hitting a 453 foot bomb to the top of the chop house.
1: Yeah, he, he crushed the fuck.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's, he's, um, it's crazy. So it's gonna be, because last week when we talked, I think we, Um, It was the day of the game four against the Brewers, Mm -hmm. which the Braves ended up winning with a Freddie walk-off, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. And now here we are up 2-0 against the Dodgers, the best team in baseball. The The favorites to win it all. Favorites to win it all. I think the only national baseball writer I know who picked the Braves to win the series was Buster Olney. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, big Dick Buster as we call him.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, and you know, for those of you surfs listening who don't know, the Braves did the same thing against the Dodgers last year in the National League Championship Series. They got out to a 2-0 series lead. Um and then at one point we're up 3-1. They only needed to win one game to make it to the World Series <laughs> and they they let the Dodgers sneak out and win the series. Um, So it's like we're right back where we were last year. It's a very different team, but I don't know. Right now there's a feeling like, yeah, the Braves are just like on a fucking mission and they, they got the magic. They got the magic right
2: now. It feels different this year in so many ways, not just, not just the team, but I was thinking about this too. I was getting like flashbacks or whatever. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm much more calm. I feel like this year about watching the games, but it's like, and I was like, why is that? It's like, Oh, cause last year we were like five months into the pandemic. Mm, I was yeah. literally locked in my apartment for five months at the time. Cause it was like pre vaccine. I didn't know what was happening. I was still in Brooklyn and literally like all I had to look forward to at that time was this baseball game. Yep. Whereas now it's like, I'm working again a little bit for fun, you know. I'm like, of course,
1: we're all working for fun. We're candidate. I'm in a new,
2: new. Pl- we're all in new places. We see people. We're vaccinated. We see people. It's my mind can go elsewhere where before I was locked into a shoebox and all I would think about was like, holy fuck, we got to win tonight.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The intensity I level. I need yeah. this.
2: I need something positive <laughs>
1: in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so now, it, it is, feels different
2: in the, in a good way. And there's fans which is like also like really cool. Um the, there's a better pitching staff on
0: the Braves now. I mean, yeah. I mean, last year the Braves had Max Freed and rookies and yeah, Ian Anderson who was like unproven at the time. Um cuz they lost Soroka, they who they had fucking what's his nuts? Um What was that chubby kid with the mullet? It was really Bryce, good. Bryce, Bryce Wilson.
2: Yeah, Bryce Wilson.
0: Yeah. Dude, they had Tommy Malone. Yeah. <laughs> um, But now they have
2: uh, Charlie Morton going up. Veteran clutch. big game pitcher Charlie Morton. Oh, the yeah.
0: Salt man. The Saltman, and he hasn't even pitched yet. Yeah. Pitching game three against Walker Bueller. Um, but, yeah, because after the first game, A lot of national writers are like, well, you know, the Dodgers basically like they're okay with losing this game. They threw a bullpen game. Like this is one that the Braves had to win and they did. And now they've won two. Now everybody thinks the Braves are for real. Well, here's here's something that – Yeah, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say, here's something that like you just made me think of that like always drives me crazy and maybe it's just me internalizing it weird when you were saying like it was a game that analysts were saying the braves had to win don't you have to win like all like when it's like is this game more important than the others it's, like yeah man like they all are because why would you be okay losing? i don't i don't get that idea or that concept it's like i guess in their mind
0: they're like if the braves no it's stupid
2: because it you have to win the Even like unrelated to this situation, because like sometimes I'll be like, did you feel like this was a must win game? It's like, yeah, they kind of all are, man, because if we win them, then we advance. And and that's the point. It's not ever a sacrifice. Even if you're under man, you're going to try to win it and treat it important. I I don't know. It's just it's always bothered me.
1: Yeah, it's just these these shitty sports media guys just caping for the Dodgers, you know, just like, oh, You know, there's no way Atlanta could beat this team. You know, everybody's making excuses because they they still think there's no way the Braves should be able to hang with them. Well, guess what, bitches? The Braves are up 2-0. So what the fuck you got to say about that, Plaschke? And we got Pedro Martinez on our
0: side. glad you brought up Plaschke because I have his tweets uh, pulled up. And I want to read this tweet from this ugly motherfucker. He said, after the five game madness against the Giants, this NLCS game one in sterile shopping mall Atlanta Stadium feels like a Saturday night in May. Most excitement is discussion of post-game trip to Waffle House. (laughs) Now listen, um, this fucking fat piece of shit is probably going to die in a Waffle House. So (laughs) he can kiss my ass. Uh, That stadium, look. We all know we. None of us were fans of the move out to Cobb County. I still don't like it. And yeah, yeah. But you can't tell me that the atmosphere isn't cool for a game. Right? Like, what game are you watching? Yeah, Bill? Well, we're actually, going
1: nuts. It's been fucking packed. Yeah, and and it's like okay, all right. Look, if you want to compare it to Dodger Stadium, and like the Giants have a cool stadium, I'll give them that. But like San Francisco and in L.A. are not exactly like sports, like the ultimate of sports fandom. So that's already a shitty comparison. San Francisco is a tech dystopia full of millionaire douchebags who are <laughs> disconnected from real America. OK. Amen. Breach. Um, so, yeah, it just feels like it, it, But honestly, though, it just feels like it's the easiest little trope and stereotype to trot out to insult the Braves and Braves fans you know it's like they've been doing it for like 25 years and it's just
2: an easy crutch here's my question regarding that too what does that accomplish like you're a sports writer and you're supposed to cover the game what does it accomplish to insult like the other team's fan base I don't like what do you go i mean i i know what you're doing you want clicks and you want people talking about you but like what are you doing man you're like 60 years old like what what the fuck
1: yeah 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 i know i i wish like the braves one of the braves writers had been like wow you know it's crazy there are some dodger fans here in atlanta for the playoff game but um and surprisingly, none of them have stabbed anybody in the parking lot uh, before the game. So, kind of weird because that's what all Dodgers fans are, right? You know, like we can make, we can lean into an ugly, you know, stereotype on you guys too. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I and said, what you, it, I said earlier today. It's like, yeah, you could just say like, oh, sorry, our fans aren't either. Um, you know, murderers who stab people or rob low. Right. You know, that's like all the Dodgers fans. It's like shitty celebrities who like they just go to the game so they can get their picture taken. And then um, violent thugs. (laughs) If you want to like if you want to do stereotypes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And beautiful Dodger Stadium was built by displacing a bunch of Mexican American poor Mexican American homes back in like the 1950s and basically kicking them out of that whole residential area and bulldozing their homes down and turning into a parking lot. So we can bring that up too, if you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, like there's a lot of stuff you can point to every single team. Yeah. And like, Uh, really like, dude, then that for in the wild card game, like granted, I think it was like a 5 p.m. start in L.A. when they played the Cardinals in the wild card game. But the stadium was was half empty at first pitch, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot
0: about that because I, I remember watching. I was like, where the fuck is everybody? It's like the yeah. third inning. People are like just finding their seats.
1: Yeah. And a winner so. go home one game playoff. Like, oh, yeah, you guys are really good fans. Really good. We're very impressed.
2: That was like a close game that they had to win on a walk off at the end. So it wasn't even like, oh, we're going to kill the Cardinals. This is like an yeah. easy piece of cake. It's like, nah, man, like y'all almost didn't win. So yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's okay. I'm like, okay with it. I guess when like fan, when idiots like us and fans do it, but when you're like this buttoned up media member, it's like, Oh fuck yourself, man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, but it's, it's fun though. Like it is fun because if, and I'm knocking on wood, but if the Braves eliminate the fucking Dodgers, all this plashky stuff will make it that much sweeter when it happens, you know, because mm-hmm. it'll just be like, fuck you, you piece of shit. And for those of you listening who, yeah, it's who haven't kept
2: up, like Jimmy pointed out earlier, this is a rematch from last year. So it's turning into a nice little kind of rivalry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there used to be back. I remember like in the nineties, cause like the Braves used to be in the NL West for some reason There was always like a little L.A. Atlanta thing. Um, And then it went away because they realigned the divisions and, you know, we didn't see them all the time. But it's, you know, and I like I like having rivals. I like there being rivalries in sports. And I like the Braves having other rivals besides just like the Mets and the Phillies. So, you know, I I like that they're playing again. I like that there's trash talk a little bit, you know, and
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's more fun that way. Definitely. And I think like, unless this series takes a crazy turn and the Dodgers win four in a row or whatever, and it's not that exciting the rest of the way, I think it's going to be a rivalry for sure after the series. Cause it looks like we're going to be, we're, it's going to be another wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> Just and like both, last year,
2: both teams aren't going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the future, like they're going to meet again in the playoffs. This is not, yeah. this is not an, uh, one and done or whatever, it's going to keep happening. Exactly. Um, the difference being the Dodgers are also, and the reason for like, if you're a neutral and you're, you don't really know another reason to not root for the Dodgers, you know, they have the highest payroll in all of, I think all of American sports really. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like $245 million, I think, just in salary or something crazy like that. Something obscene like that. Yeah. Yeah, like they're the top, top, top spending team. So, yeah, why would you want to root for that?
1: Yeah, I know. And actually, I saw some stuff online, some memes and stuff. Um about how pretty much every baseball fan in America is rooting for the Braves in this yeah. series. Everybody hates the Dodgers. And
2: what's crazy is that the AL is like unrootable as well.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think if any neutral fans are probably rooting for the Red Sox and Braves to be in the um yeah in the World Series. But I would think it's so. looking like because I, you know, we don't have to get super in depth on it, because mostly because um, none of us probably are paying as close attention. But it's looking pretty damn good for the Red Sox right now, because the Astros are down their best pitcher, Lance McCullers, and then one other player just had to come out of a game with an injury. Um, so the Stros, uh, having a bit of bad luck here at the end. So crazy that the Red Sox are still in the playoffs and that it's looking good for them.
2: I can't wait for the Red Sox Braves world series. Just so I can start hearing Bill Simmons tweets.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, read
0: aloud to me. Oh
2: uh, God. Yeah, that's
0: that's going to be ten, awesome. 10 times more annoying than Bill Plasky.
2: A million, a million <laughs> times. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A million times. Yes.
0: But you know, we won't put the cart before the horse. No, 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 no. I think the Braves, um, like the Vegas odds on the Braves winning this series against the Dodgers went from, you know, crazy low to now it's at like 85% or something. Listen Ryan,
2: listen, Ryan, listen, Ryan, you want the Braves to it, don't you? Because like, that'll just be easy for the that <laughs> so We can just sweep them. It's like it's, it's yeah. you believe, the Eddie Rosario game, we're going to remember that. Uh, come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what he's going to be saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then Ryan Rosillo will be like, oh, "You know, uh, Bill, uh, I totally agree with you, and uh, let me uh, let me blow you now, <laughs> Bill. I broke into your house
2: naked last night, and uh, I sucked you off while you were asleep."
0: Because <laughs> uh, those yeah, guys are tell great. Your wife- Tell your wife we're recording a (laughs) podcast, and we'll go out to your (laughs) shed, and I'll blow you again.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, just think about Donald Trump being president again, and we don't have to pay taxes anymore.
1: Oh, those guys.
2: Yeah. And then we can watch then we can watch a movie together and talk about it for four hours with some uncharismatic, <laughs> about- uh, with other uncharismatic white guys and a, and a woman.
0: The biggest dorks on the planet. We'll get them to talk about the <laughs> town with us. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And not even in a creative way. It's just like, what's the best scene of the movie? Who's your favorite actor? Ah, cool. Yeah.
0: This is great analysis. This yeah, is fun. Know, maybe, it's fun to maybe fun maybe to hear that. They should rename that show uh, Reciting Wikipedia. Yeah,
2: basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, we got to bring in Chase Serrano this week, so it's going to suck because we're going to have an ethnic in the show. But next week will be good because we can just be back together alone again.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, these Braves games have been crazy. Two walk-offs in a row. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean... I feel like the they're probably like just in these two games. I mean, how many walk-offs did they have all season? Probably only like five, maybe. I don't know, but
1: uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they had. I think they were they were pretty bad in late late and close situations all year this season. Like they couldn't couldn't win a a tight one in the regular season, and now they just did it twice in a row. So. Yeah, there's some magic yeah, it, with this team. There really
0: is. Cause I watched last night and when the um, Dodgers went up four to two, I sort of was just like, as a fan, I was like, okay, I'm, they're not out of it, but like probably not going to win this one. And that's okay. Just split the series, go to LA. But uh, they freaking did it, man. They, it's like, and crazy close uh, plays at the plate. Ron Washington just sending everybody home. Like, yeah,
1: that was crazy. I mean, yeah, the Eddie Rosario, the advancing the second on the stack, on the fly ball to the left, and then R- Wash sending him was just, that was crazy, man. They're just fucking, they're letting it all hang out right now. And it's working. It's because, you know,
0: last year, they were playing a little tighter and there were a couple base running errors by Dansby that I remember. And like, it was like the little things didn't go their way. Cause it was like, they're a little tight. They hadn't been that far before as a team. And it just feels different this year. Like we've been saying, cause it's like the, they're, they're playing loose. Yeah. They're playing like, you know, they're not and afraid to fuck up. They're just going for it.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I'm just looking at last year's NLCS. So in Game Three against the Dodgers, that that was the game. I think the Dodgers scored like ten runs in the first inning. They lost fifteen to three. The Braves did. Kyle Wright was the starter for the Braves That's in right. that game. So you go yeah. from Kyle Wright starting in Game Three to Charlie Morton. That's a huge difference right there. Huge and. Uh yeah, fucking
0: crazy. Yeah, the pitching because yeah, AJ Minter started a game. Yeah. And also I, I want to give two other shout outs. Our Atlanta's bullpen has been crazy good so far in the postseason. Um stressful but good. Stressful but good. Yeah. Um and then I also want to give because Ron Washington, oh my god, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's he's ballsy. Second of all, he like is widely talked about to be like the best infield coach in baseball. Um, and he smokes uh, menthol cigarettes and he got fired for doing cocaine from mm-hmm. uh, his managerial job. These are all things that I think make him uh, a legend, a legend among men yeah for those who don't
2: know ron washington is the third base coach for the braves um so he 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 will encourage guys to keep running home or or not which he'll always send them
1: yeah pretty much and um yeah he's like kevin as kevin laid out he's just an all-around great american um who deserves to be commended yeah and
0: he uh the Padres have an opening for a manager and there were people within the Braves or, orbit that were like, well, hopefully Ron Washington doesn't take that job because he's like crucial to this Braves team as an assistant. And he's not even in like the list of 10 people mentioned, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Old, old Jace Tingler got released by the
1: Padres yeah one of the best names in baseball i think yeah for sure for sure i you know hopefully we'll be hearing from jace jace tingler again and
0: and do we have he's probably he's probably feeling down but i want to this message goes out to jace don't worry buddy you're gonna get your jace tingler soon
2: yeah The the tingler clan is resilient um do we know where the Tinglers come hail from like the origin of
1: That's that's the, a great question. The
2: Tingler family cuz it's it's uh it's a unique name.
0: Um uh, I'm I'm seeing that it's um let's see. It says English occupational name from an agent derivative of Middle English tingle. <laughs> um
1: So I, it's some it's like German and English. I don't know. Well, now, so what, what did someone who tingled, what, what, did, what, did, they, what did they do? Well, they was it's talking, like, I need a bloody tingle. Where's the tingler?
2: So, uh, so the verb tingle means an experience or cause to experience a slight prickling or stinging sensation. So it's like a prickling or sting of some, so sort. It,
0: it, I'm reading here. It says a tingle. It was a very small nail, often used to make shoes. The first tingler was likely someone who made
1: such nails. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. See, you learn stuff on this show, folks. We got important knowledge stuff. Important, important stuff. <laughs> important stuff. Look, when you're at a cocktail party this weekend. Start talking about tingles. People people will like that.
2: Yes, if you yeah, run yeah. into Jace Tingler out on the street now that he doesn't have a job, you can talk to him about nails.
0: Exactly. So, and here's uh, an example of how you could work it in at a cocktail party. You say, "Hey, so um, what they use to build this house? Um, is that wood paneling out there? Is that held in with tingles?" And yeah, say, what the fuck what? are you talking about? What was that?
1: Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, you could be like, man, those are really nice <laughs> shoes. It's, it's cool that we don't need tingles to hold our shoes mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. anymore. And they'll be like, oh, wait, sorry. What did you say? And <laughs> there you go.
2: Boom. you ice, you're in. ice broken. Like if you're on yeah. a date, it's like, you know, as a kid, I always wanted to grow up and be a tingler. But mm-hmm. you know, it just didn't work out that way because you know things shifted and your date's like a tingler, excuse me. And it's like,
0: oh no, this isn't sexual. Yeah, exactly. Let and me tell you. Depressed.
1: Yes. And yeah. then
0: and then before you know it, she's gonna be tingling your Jace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. There's so. some little advice, a little, you know, service for you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we always say, we're gonna get you learned, and we're gonna get you laid. That's our yep. promise. Yeah. Our other promise: none of us are pedophiles. We've made that promise before. We're gonna recommit to that this week. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm, um, like we've been saying, it feels different. This, I'm not. I'm. It just feels like, for whatever reason, that like um, Atlanta curse. It, it, I'm, I don't think it's in anybody's head right now.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This this team just has a different – I don't know, man. And it's crazy because Ronald Acuna Jr. is hurt. You know, like it feels weird that they're doing – that they're on this run without him. But yeah, it's just working.
2: Without the best player and arguably the best pitcher and arguably the best power hitter to start the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy when you think about all the people we're missing. Ronnie being the biggest one. Um, and he was in uniform last night, but obviously he can't play. He won't be playing probably for until t- the middle of next season. But, you know, we probably wouldn't be here if it weren't for him because he kind of carried the team for the first two months. So, for sure, um, if if we go – you know, if we go deeper into this playoff run, he uh he will have earned his uh his part in that. Anyway, I'm fucking pumped for games three and four. Let's just go out to LA and sweep them and then murdered Bill Plashkey. I love
1: it. Yeah. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> Bill plashkey will have to um
2: blooper is going to have to like murder him or something blooper blooper blooper's job is to take care of bill Plashkey somehow
1: yeah
0: you know blooper looks a lot like bill plaschke mm-hmm. Yeah, they could be like
1: twins. there actually is a resemblance that's true bill plaschke has to become the new
2: blooper that's like the new
0: yeah he yeah. doesn't put on a costume he just walks his ass out on the field naked <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Oh, gross. They just, like, put on a little Braves jersey that covers, like, his belly button. Like, that's as far down as it goes. And then no pants and sneakers. It's like,
0: yeah. Pooh bear style. Has one belly probably covers up his little penis.
2: He can, you know, because, like, there's some teams. So, like, like the Mets famously have Mr. Met and Ms., Mrs. Met. The Braves could have Blooper and Plashkey now. He can be, like, Blooper's... Like, yeah, husband. Sidekick. H- husband yeah or husband. Or <laughs> I like husband. Yeah, I think they
1: should
2: be married. You know, and it's like, uh, you know, you're ticking off the progressive boxes in Atlanta and you yeah, know, you're putting Bill to work. Yeah, it's
1: a win win <laughs> for sure.
2: Bill can then get out there and psych up the crowd to get them riled up the way he thinks they should be. Exactly. Since
0: he has so many opinions about that. hmm. So if the um and if the Braves go to the World Series, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a game at Truist. I think I'm gonna just in my new whip drive down to Atlanta,
1: go to a game. Hell yeah, bro! That'd be I, awesome. I'm I'm down if it's financially feasible. Thing, I think it will. I mean, uh, of all the places,
0: because I was thinking about it, I was like, if they play at Fenway. Yeah, if I'm gonna go to works. I'll go to Fenway and just burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like those tickets would be insanely expensive. Oh yeah. More than I could afford. But Atlanta, I feel like you could probably swing like a hundred dollar ticket there. Just guessing. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully we find out. <clears throat> it would be nice
2: to find out for sure. But We'll see. I mean, they're, they're looking, they're looking good. It's looking, it's looking different. Oh yeah. And I, I am happily, 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 happily admitting my just complete lack of faith and incorrect opinion and take and everything when I wanted them to blow it up, you know, this summer, uh, I happily admit I was way wrong. I was extremely wrong. And, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't listen to me. I'm glad I'm not the idiot decision maker there.
1: Yeah. I'm look, I'm right there with you. I'll eat crow. When Ronnie went down, I was like, look, trade Charlie Morton, Mm -hmm. get some prospects for him. You know, let's, let's sell off the guys who we can afford to sell off and just, you know, reboot for next year. And uh, you know, luckily Alex Anthopoulos is the GM and not any of us. And uh he did real good.
2: The problem they're running into now is that uh, Freddie Freeman is becoming way more expensive all of a sudden. Since uh, they didn't sign him before, um, you know, he's going to be a free agent. But, you know, there's no salary cap in baseball. Pay that man whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. no, They, they got to do that. Um, they got to oh, do that. Another thing I wanted to point out, too, real quick. Last night, it was going around Twitter um i think it was in the top of the ninth or eighth um i think it was justin turner hit uh a fly ball all the way to the wall and there was was like some fan trey turner excuse me yeah and there was like a some fan graph going around the internet saying like in every other ballpark that would have been a home run except at truest park and that is like a hundred percent false
1: yeah, is that – because when I saw that, I was like, what? There's no way that Truist Park is deeper in left center or whatever than every other stadium in baseball. Right.
2: No, it's not. No, I, it, it's completely false. It was for some reason that was being pushed out there.
0: That's dumb. It's, um, it's what my president would call fake news. Yeah.
1: Fake news. our Our guy.
0: Our special yeah. boy. And I'm looking at tickets here for the LCS. Um, And, hey, Bill Plaschke, tickets are much cheaper at Dodger Stadium right now than the Braves games coming up. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can get a ticket to tomorrow night's game at Dodger Stadium for $59. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of nuts. And the next game, should it happen... Uh, at Truist Park, which would be game six, is the cheapest ticket I'm seeing is $120. Damn. So, like, yeah, I don't know, bro. Maybe we actually
1: have better fans who actually want to go see these games. Yeah, yeah, just maybe. And I also, I saw a clip, too, of the double that Riley hit that, like, went over Mookie Betts' head. And when Mookie Betts is, like, bending over up against the wall to grab the ball, there's, like, a Braves fan, like, bent all the way over the outfield fence. Like, I'm sure yelling obscenities at Mookie Betts as he did that. Hopefully nothing bad, but, hey, we got intense fans down here, okay?
0: Yeah. So just – Cool it with the uh, the tired stereotype of Atlanta Braves fans. Yeah, yeah, we're tired of it.
2: Yeah, and, it'll never go away. It sucks, but uh, you know, they just the got to win. The if ticket. they win, it's it.
0: Yeah, yeah, got to win. Um, anyway, uh, freaking looking forward to the next few games. Please, please, uh. Finish it up boys definitely we believe in
2: you we're with you bring us along for the ride yep um yeah uh getting away from baseball college fartball still happening and that happened oh yeah and it was oh. uh, another wild weekend of college football
1: all over the country Yes, it was. And I think one of the bigger stories involved the Tennessee Volunteers (laughs) this weekend. They were getting pretty rowdy. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, I actually don't know what what happened. So it was very embarrassing
2: and stupid. Um, So Tennessee sold out Neyland Stadium. So they had 102,000 in their pack strong. And it was Lane Kiffin's return to Tennessee. So Lane Kiffin now coaches Ole Miss. He coached Tennessee after they fired Philip Fulmer and then quit abruptly after one season to take the USC job. And is kind of an unlikable fellow. So yeah. he was coming back to Knoxville for the first time as head coach. So people were riled up about that. The game was really close. Uh, Tennessee hung in there and got, you know, they – they had a chance to win at the end. So there was a play in the fourth quarter with like just a minute, a little over a minute left. It was a fourth and like 24 and Tennessee got like 23 and a half yards and they called it short. And so Ole Miss took over on downs fans. The student section was really pissed off at the replay because it was like a controversial one. So they started throwing shit on the field and they had to postpone the game for 20 minutes with 53 seconds left in the game um, while they basically cleared the field and got the fans out of the stadium. So they took the cheerleaders off the field. They took the dance team off the field. The band left early. Um, security was getting the students out into, into the concourse and trying to get them to leave. Lane Kiffin got hit with a golf ball um, and was showing it off to everyone like the whole time. And, uh, it was kind of a fucking mess and the refs couldn't just end the game because Tennessee still had three timeouts. So feasibly they could stop Ole Miss and get the ball back, which they did. And then got close to, they were eight yards short of winning the game. But, uh, yeah, it sucked. It sucked that a, you know, a bunch of drunk fans kind of ruined the ending and killed momentum, uh, of what was going on by throwing shit on the field and stopping it like that.
1: Yeah. You know, on the other hand, I, you know, I, I always have mixed emotions when fans get crazy like that and throw stuff on the field because I don't know, part of being a fan is like hating. Like if you're a Tennessee mm-hmm. fan, you justifiably hate Lane Kiffin, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's inappropriate behavior. It's unsafe. Um, But, you know, sometimes you got to act out. My thing was like,
2: you they got the ball back. Like, it was like, you know, the, the game isn't over. Like, let's yeah. throw shit after it ends. Like, we can wait right. to see what happens because we, we could still win this. And, uh, but yeah, uh, they ended up not winning and, and Ole Miss took it. But it was an exciting game. Uh, as a fan, I'm excited for this new staff. Again, I've been teased before, but this feels different. It seems like they're. Sort of going in the right direction. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully they can be competitive again in the future.
1: Yeah. No, they, it definitely seems, seems good. Um, but yeah, there were some other, uh, Iowa got knocked off by mm-hmm. Purdue this yeah. weekend. So that was, that was pretty noteworthy. Yeah. Cause and, Iowa was number two at the time.
0: Yeah. And, um, I owe uh, Zach ten bucks. And, <laughs> and, Hell yes, and uh, Jimmy, your dogs took it to Kentucky. I was a little worried for you guys, but I needn't be. Yeah, they it, handled yeah. business.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a you know, it wasn't a total ass kicking. Kentucky definitely held their own. Um, but yeah, they're still going along. You know, I just. I'll say for the dogs I'm a little concerned about this quarterback situation because JT Daniels hasn't played in like 4 weeks and as much as little Stetson Bennett the fourth little wee man quarterback is he's you know he's an inspiring little guy but I'm just I'm scared you know you're going to need like a a full-sized adult quarterback <laughs> to beat Alabama you know God willing they make it to that point so they gotta figure out what's going on with jt daniels um but yeah, they're rolling right now i mean it's such it's such a weird season this year because everybody there's an upset every week mm-hmm. um so it's kind of the, the rankings are chaos like I think Cincinnati might be they're number two right now number two, which yeah. just is is bizarre arkansas uh, who was
2: on fire to start the year lost once again, this time to Auburn and Auburn has shot up to number 19 in the country after like being lifeless basically for a while. Um, it's yeah, the, it's, it's all over the place, you know, Oklahoma is a very unconvincing number three ranked team Alabama at four is still lurking and controls their own destiny. Um, Yeah. Clemson sucks. It's, 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 yeah, it's a weird, the defensive ends of Purdue are all of a sudden ranked now and they're number 25.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. I mean, it's fun. Like to me, this is what I've always loved about college football is the chaos, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, it's fun every week. There's some crazy upset that you didn't see coming. I mean, I, just hope it doesn't happen to my team, but but now, it's been pretty wacky. The funnest thing that
2: happened, I think, over the weekend, besides LSU beating Florida, because anytime Florida loses,
1: it's fun. Oh yeah, and oh, I just want to say, yeah. And I'm stealing this from somewhere else, but um, Dan Mullen has got to be one of the only coaches to uh, lose a game. To a coach who then gets fired the next day, <laughs> usually usually it works the other way around. Right. So I just had to enjoy that Florida um, face planting. Anyway, continue. It was great. No, I was just yeah. going to say
2: my my favorite thing, the funny, the funnest thing, and funniest thing of the college football weekend was college game day because oh yeah, the guest picker was none other than lifelong Georgia fan and non and Georgia Tech alum Jeff Foxworthy.
0: Oh, no, I missed Yeah, him.
2: And he was I... laying down some zingers when he was making his picks. I mean, he's informed of all the celebrity people. Like, he knew what he was it, – it, or at least he presents as if he knows what he's talking about. But it was like, yeah, I think Missouri's not going to win. They got more holes in that defense than Larry the Cable guy's got in his underwear.
0: No. <laughs> uh, oh,
2: he was – he, picked, he was the only one who picked Tennessee, and I believe his joke was like, you know, ever since they made waterboarding illegal, what the country does is they play a Rocky Top on repeat, and those guys will say
0: anything.
1: <laughs> ever since, Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> be the iron. first
0: guest picker to bring up waterboarding.
2: <laughs> yeah. No joke. That, that was his joke. I am not making it up. Holy that was his shit. joke.
1: You know, ever since they stopped <laughs> attaching car cab- uh, jumper cables to terrorist balls, instead, what they do is they play hockey time. Oh, shit. That's amazing. That said,
2: I think balls are going to beat Ole Miss.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. not yeah.
0: since 9-11, have <laughs> two towers gone down. Like the two defensive ends for
2: Georgia Tech.
1: <laughs> Holy um, shit.
2: But I will say it does bug me. So like last week, Kevin and I were talking about how um, like in baseball and, and other sports, like, you know, you have your team you root for. And then there's always like, I got a soft spot for like, you know, like if the Braves lose, like, of course, I'll root for the White Sox or like the Brewers or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm cool with that. And it's like, and it's fine to have that. But it is weird for Jeff Foxworthy to graduate from georgia tech and like be an alumni of that school and and all this and then now he's like the number one georgia fan like those schools hate each other there's
1: no the the level of fraudulence on his part is just off the fucking charts and if i were a tech fan i would be fucking outraged even as a georgia fan i'm like this guy isn't how can he really be a fan He's a right. tech guy. He should be rooting for tech. The
2: Georgia Georgia Tech rivalry is called good old fashioned hate. <laughs> oh. It's yeah, different than John Cusack liking the Cubs and the White Sox,
0: you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, that is crazy. Have you guys, do you guys follow him on Instagram? John Foxworthy? Cusack? <laughs> no, no, Foxworthy. I, no, I, I don't, don't think so. I don't. Well, no. I recommend because he started doing this bit where he puts on a blonde mullet wig and he's like, he introduced it like, this is my cousin who's staying with me. <laughs> and and all he does is read astrology. Oh, uh, cool. So he puts on a mullet. It's clearly him, obviously. And he's in front of like a, a green screen that has like an astrological design on it. And he's like,
1: if you are an Aries today, you will get an opportunity at work.
0: <laughs> and it's like, why is this your comedic outlet right now
2: the other Uh. great thing about him on game day was that he would tell the jokes after every pick and it's like michigan state's gonna win the like grandma ethel wins thanksgiving hog eating or whatever you know (laughs) and uh (laughs) and he would say his joke and then lee corso would be like what did he say and like Kirk would sort of have to whisper, repeat it to it, Cause like Lee is out of it and kind of yeah, old. Yeah. And then having to see like Desmond Howard at the end, like fake laugh him and Reese yeah. Davis laugh at every joke where it's like, you're Ugh. laughing too hard um, at this. It was, it was, it was great. I loved it. I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it and wish Foxworthy was a permanent part. <laughs> the way Frank Caliendo used to be a permanent part of the Fox NFL Sunday.
1: Yeah yeah i'm sorry i missed that i wish i'd seen fox really do his thing but i mean more terrorist jokes would be great which speaking yeah.
2: of uh rest in power to colin powell who died today of covid yeah um what hell just got a little funnier you know
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, i did not know about that
2: yeah sorry yeah. to break news on here but uh... oh
1: gosh kevin's gonna be devastated yeah Diego. sorry man. You guys yeah. Know,
2: but, i mean we're going to have to pause the podcast and finish like tomorrow.
0: <laughs> you guys, I mean, people listening, you can't see this, but I have a huge Colin Powell poster behind me in my bedroom.
1: Yeah, yeah. you've had that since high school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I fucking love it.
2: Since per- since the Persian Gulf War, when we first yeah. met Colin Powell, Yeah, before he made up weapons of mass destruction right, and put us in two endless wars. But um, but yeah, uh, he's dead. So R.I.P.
1: to him, I guess. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But hold on, he didn't like Donald Trump, so. Oh well, yeah. He's fully redeemed because and, he didn't. He didn't like Donald Trump,
2: and they might say he died of COVID, but we all know the scam isn't real.
1: Exactly. He's
2: hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's living the good life. Damn! Don't try to fool me with that. <laughs>
0: All my heroes have been taken down by COVID. Um, Colin Powell, uh, uh, Herman Cain, Herman Cain, <laughs> my two guys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's tough. Oh, oh, shucky
2: ducky. I'm sorry, Kevin.
0: Yeah, that's all right. Um, you know, I guess this episode's dedicated to Colin Powell. <laughs> and 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 for that matter anyone named colin yeah yeah look yeah it's a tough life that's a tough life our my first son will be named colin colin <laughs> sphincter cops <coves.
1: laughs> colin rectum grundle <laughs>
2: He yeah. was a loser. He couldn't even win two wars. He was a loser. I didn't like him. I'm glad he
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh.
2: I was going to execute him when I took the power again. Oh, man. Well... Uh, yeah, and- sorry to turn. Sorry to take a turn there. But uh, Jeff Foxworthy reminded me of that just now with his. Uh- if, if you've died from <laughs>
0: complications related to COVID-19, you might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> you might
2: be a cuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was special to see see our our good friend in front of the show. Uh, if you if you're a new listener, go back into the archives. Jeff Foxworthy gave us one of the best interviews I think in the history of this show. So go check that out.
0: Yeah, um, he gave us his Taysom material. <laughs> Taysom, that's right. And his Patrick Mahomes joke. Uh huh. <laughs> Those aren't my trailers. Those <laughs> Mahomes. <my> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Can I get a taste of of them fries? <laughs> uh. Uh, it's highbrow stuff. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, hey, he might. If it's a good date, you better chase your tingler.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> will say. He is a Braves fan, Foxworthy, so he is probably tingling watching those Bravos right now. Oh, yeah. Oh
0: yes. Hell, yes. Oh, and we're yeah. tingling right there with him. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. How could you not? Oh, yeah. But um, but
2: yeah, on that note, is there anything else that happened that we want to get to?
1: Man, I, I don't know. I think we may have covered it all. Once I again, think so NFL, too. NFL happened, but who cares, right? Yeah, now?
2: like I mean, if you if you want NFL coverage again, turn on ESPN at any time of the day, and they'll be talking about how Aaron Rodgers beat the Chicago Bears by a touchdown mm-hmm. over the weekend, and then yelled at a fan and said, "This is my, I own this city," and it's
1: like that's the yeah. big story. He's yeah. he's he's a cool guy. <laughs>
2: here's the thing about he's not charismatic right like i don't know
1: he's i don't he's,
2: get it people talk about he's him a like dud
1: yeah he's boring he's a fucking dud they're doing more aflac commercials with him and there's some dumb game show one and it's just like dude you this is the same energy you had as jeopardy hosts where you're just like monotone and like like very low energy he sucks yeah. okay yeah. uh who can get the rogers rate yeah Whoa. yeah that's nope, like that's yeah. not right
2: oh i don't i don't understand why that's not right you know like yeah. oh wow what an amazing actor give this guy yeah. everything
1: so much charisma geez
0: ridiculous yeah thank god he didn't get that jeopardy job and thank god mayim bialik is the one who got
2: it. thank god she did yeah. we we're all rooting for her i mean Absolutely. everyone
0: you go you ask you ask 100 jeopardy viewers um, who out of all these guest hosts do you hope gets the job? You're going to get 99 Miami Bialik. Survey mm-hmm. says Mayim Bialik. Yep. Yeah. You watch Jeopardy. That's how it works. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go, go Braves. Let's steamroll these fucking Dodger pieces of shit. Yeah, and let's take go. them out. Yep. Let's yep. go.
1: Let's freaking go. <laughs> let's freaking go.
2: Let's freaking get out of here and go, yeah. What are we doing? But, um, but yeah, you know, I guess that, that'll wrap it up for our show. Uh, you're listening to a day early, um, because I'm gonna drop this on a Tuesday, um, just to get it out before the game, and uh, oh, um, yeah, and yeah, we'll be back next week. We will hopefully be in a good mood celebrating, or we will be doing our usual eulogy that uh it seems like we do every year but hopefully not this year hopefully not this year
0: this year feels different and that's either real or that's god setting us up for the ultimate depression (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we'll
2: see it's one of the one or the other that's it there's no yeah Uh, So, yeah, with that, everyone, uh, stay alive, stay safe, uh, go Bravos, and uh, we'll talk next week. Bye.
1: Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Bye.